Buckle up your pant legs and zip up your hats. You're listening to Sounds About Light, a podcast about Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories. I'm Sam. I'm Drew. We finished Sora's story, his story, his story. What the fuck? Is that how we're going to start this episode? Yes. Yeah. Good. Great story. <laughs> good. Good story. Good game. GG. Didn't play it. Yeah. No need. Yeah. Did not play. Well, probably will not play. <laughs> it's fucked up. I was thinking about replaying it. I'm not going to, but it's fucked up that I was even thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, I've I, I got to finish the first one still. So any progress? No. Not this week. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's fine. You have no more obligation than I do to uh, keep playing Final Fantasy X. Someday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, have a, I have a few apologies. Oh. Well, not apologies. One of them is an apology. Two of them. I gotta know. Okay. Here's my apologies. Number one, uh, I looked into it. I said that Rechain of Memories didn't have any, like, changes to it in the story and cutscenes. Mm. It does. <laughs> They censored Axel. He says hell in the Game Boy. Ah, well, I don't like this game anymore. (laughs) What happened to freedom of speech? He says something about, like, Sora, give me a hell of a show. And they changed it to, like, this will be fun. Oh, that's lame. They also changed, uh... They invented his horrible catchphrase, got it memorized. Uh, In the Game Boy version, he apparently says, commit it to memory. Which I think makes more sense in context. Got it, yeah, got it memorized is, I mean, it's fine in this game. Yeah, I get, I mean, it It makes sense uh, in this game, kind of. I think they, I think either version makes sense in this game. I just think commit it to memory doesn't feel like it's trying to be a catchphrase, whereas got it memorized is trying to be a catchphrase. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, my, my last note, and I, I think, I think we kind of guessed at this last time, but I have received confirmation that the point of the Disney World rehashing in this game was that a large part of why this game existed was so that people without a PlayStation 2 could play Kingdom Hearts, which they didn't, but... Yeah, but again, then, like, <laughs> the stories are different enough, though, that you would still be confused, I feel like, if this is the only game you played and then kept going with the oh, series... Yeah. You're not getting the main story at all. The only thing that you're getting is, like, the... Remember what happened when they went to... I was gonna say Tarzan. That's... They didn't go to Tarzan in this. Remember when they went to Neverland? And Peter Pan dropped a Moogle on Donald like a fucking bomb from the sky? (laughs) Yeah, I didn't remember that, but I I was confused to see it. I was delighted to see it. Yeah. First good thing Peter Pan has ever done. I... (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I told you uh, that the Neverland world in this is mostly skippable, except for that ridiculous moment at the end. Yeah, I did watch that. Uh, so I don't know if you would have seen this line, but there was a line in there somewhere from Sora as Peter Pan is leaving where he's like, oh, I guess Peter Pan isn't a total asshole. Or yeah, something like no, I that. saw that. Like, I guess he's not a complete waste of space. And then he drops a Moogle on Donald. And then he drops a Moogle on Donald. Yeah, it's canon. Peter Pan is not very good. That's all my, that's my apologies for the episode. I'll do my apologies uh, now, Okay, which is I will never apologize. Apologies. And you are, you feel terrible about it. Oh, no, no. I just will never apologize. And that's my promise to you, the listener. Oh, I see. Yeah. Although I guess I did start this, the second episode was me, was about me apologizing. But no- yeah, I was gonna say I was like, I was like, I'll just I'll just edit in a clip of you apologizing, and it won't even be hard to find one. <laughs> did I write? We start with Atlantica. Uh, I didn't write anything about Atlantica. I assume you didn't either. Was it even in the 
I don't think it was even in the YouTube video that I had. <laughs> oh, I might have timestamped after it then when I gave you the timestamp. No, I watched through. I think it just wasn't there. I'm pretty sure we used the same video. Oh, maybe I, I, I don't know. I maybe did, I yeah. just fell asleep for a little bit. I don't know. but uh, That's fine. That's what's great about the Disney worlds uh, is you can just sleep right through them. Except you can't because you have to grind cards and it sucks. <laughs> Unless you like it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Sora... <sighs> We got a real good uh, experience, uh, in my opinion, with theater mode in this. The number of boss fights that Sora has with Riku, where it's like, I will kill you, Sora. Fade to black. Fade back. Damn it. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, we get a lot of that. There, there. What are there like four boss fights that Sora has with Riku in this, and every single one of them just ends with Riku like dead on the ground? Basically, yeah. And then eventually but, uh, really dead on the ground, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't remember where we left off, but uh, Sora, like, catches up to Riku, and he's like, I'm going to rescue Namine and you. Mm-hmm. And Kairi's waiting for us, remember? Remember Kairi? Yeah, well, he doesn't know the name, though, right? Still at this point? Oh, did he? Uh... No, 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 he's, he knows he knows Kairi's name, because... Oh, okay. uh, uh, Sora says it's. He says it's not just Kyrie. What about the rest? Who he did forget. Right. <laughs> I love Riku's response to that. Where he says, "You can have those losers. Already forgot them." <laughs> yeah, uh, there's some good Riku stuff here for sure. I like Riku kind of. I, I like how Riku spends a bunch of time making Sora feel bad and then tells Sora not to feel bad. Yeah, I actually thought that uh, David Gallagher's voice acting improved quite a bit uh, with this game. Granted, it was like three, four years later. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I'm behind. I get behind that. I thought Riku was pretty flat in the first game, and I, I like him in this. I mean, I, li- I like him in both games, but I like his voice acting more in this. Yeah. So, oh yeah, Riku's like, can you even remember our friends' faces from back on the island? And Sora's like, yeah, uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Can you even remember their signature shorts and balls? <laughs> like blitz, blitz ball, blitz ball, blitz ball. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, the signature shorts. It came out wrong. <laughs> and their jump rope, and their, yeah, just shorts. Stupid hair. Stupid hair, yeah. And their really weird accent. Yes. Riku at this point is just like, I don't, I don't care if I'm losing memories, because all that matters is that I remember Namine, so I'm all set. Yeah. This, one of my notes that kind of got in here, this, this gets very, very into like, I'm going to protect. It, it, it felt very, it felt like the very anime thing of like, my, my job, protect this person. Yeah. uh, What is that? Mamoru? This was a very Mamoru game. Mamoru. Mamoru. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We also get the, the classic anime, uh, running slash attack and then hold pose and then turn around and enemy falls over yeah we do get that <laughs> although i get i guess we did have that in the first game it's always with sora and riku huh yeah they just like to impress each other with how anime they can be they do bring the anime out in each other for sure uh so yeah sora's like i'm gonna jog your memory and riku's like no you're not and then we fade to black and then we fade back and riku's like oh shit you did well, for some reason, Sora kicking his ass didn't make him remember anything. Um, no, I, I, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't think that was ever going to work, Sora. Yeah. <laughs> if I kick your ass, maybe you'll remember to be a good friend. Ah, oh, damn, that didn't work. 
if I hit you really hard in the head, maybe I'll connect with the bad friend switch that I need to flip. Yeah, see, he he fucked up because you got to hit him with a coconut that falls out of a tree, and that's mm. and that's how that's how you make someone forget things, and then also later make them remember things. Is that a reference to something in particular? I don't know, just old, just old TV. Okay, it sounded very specific. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, did I forget a scene in Kingdom Hearts 1? That sounds really good. Yeah, no, I think that's like Gilligan's Island. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit, Gilligan's Island world in Kingdom Hearts 4, oh, finally. I, I hope so. I w- You know what? I would love to see Donald in a little Gilligan outfit. Man, can you imagine Donald dressed up like a little sailor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But- that sounds like it would have some real cultural staying power. It would, yeah. <laughs> maybe next time yeah uh oh this is this is a fun weird moment because Sora's like why don't we just go save nominee together you idiot right and riku's like oh sora you're always trying to worm your way into my heart and sora's like what are you talking about and riku's like mm, forget it <laughs> and i actually don't know if this was supposed to be like Riku is, like, making it up, and he's just, like, being a dick, or if he has maybe received some false memories, perhaps? I don't know. But I like that we just never, we never get an explanation of what he's talking about there. Yeah, I thought he just kind of meant, like, oh, Sora's always trying to, like, be my friend, be my friend which is the thing that I always accuse him of being bad at. Ever since we were childhood best friends. Yeah. We go to Axel and, uh... Oh, it's Axel and Naminé. Mm-hmm. Is this... I don't remember. This might be the first time we've actually seen Naminé, like, talk to anyone. I don't remember. I think so. Uh, but he asks her, like, oh, does it... Do you feel bad watching them fight because of you? And then he, he says... He says very flatly, you have my sympathies from the heart. And Naminé just glares at him. Yeah. I don't... Uh, it, if you're if you're not sure what this means, it's that nobodies don't have hearts, so he's uh, lying. Oh, uh, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he he also reveals here that Naminé herself is a nobody, and he says nobody's like us. We can never hope to be somebodies. Yeah, and that you know, I guess that does call into question the nature of nobodies because everybody else holds their memories in their heart. Where do where do nobodies have their memories? Um. Hmm, that's interesting. I don't know that that's correct. Okay. I think I think it's one of those things where it's like your memories are really closely related to your heart. And actually, I can I can say this because this is something that we will never really get into. Um the reason that the organization are here at Castle Oblivion is because they're using this as a research facility to do research into how the heart and the memories relate to each other. Gotcha. So I think that the the the, the connection is actually pretty intentionally unclear. Hmm. It's a mystery even to them. Yeah, and I guess I don't know, I bet I bet this will happen, but it does also feel like things without hearts can develop hearts too, I suppose. So I wouldn't be surprised if nobody's did have hearts eventually. We have we have seen that. Yeah. We've seen it ourselves. Yep. Where did we where did we first see that? I know that I talked about Traverse Town having a heart, which was weird. Yeah, I think it was Traverse Town having a heart. I think that was Oh Pinocchio. Much. And oh and Pinocchio, yeah. That's right. Good old Pinocchio. Yeah. Uh very important character, probably. Uh so Sora does Sora chase Riku down again? 
Or is he? Oh no, he's talking to Donald and Goofy here. Yeah, it's talking to Donald and Goofy. They're like, why? Why are you guys fighting over Namade <laughs> or whatever? Basically, yeah. uh, I think I think Goofy. I oh, I don't know why he says this. I didn't write down like what his tone was here, but he says that maybe. Oh no no no! Sorry, he says that Riku might care about Sora too much, and that's why he's trying to kill him. <laughs> yeah, he does say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, but this is where Sora is like. The, our friendship is too important to give up. Me, Riku, and uh, and Donald is like, oh, who? Oh, what, what was her name? And Sora's like, oh, right, me, Riku, and Namine. Right, yeah, because he's forgotten Kyrie now. It's it's honestly a, a bit of a gut punch seeing Sora like talking about how how important his friendship with Riku and Namine has always been, and just completely forgetting about Kyrie. It's rough. Yeah, there's some stuff. I think. The stuff for me that was more affecting is like towards the end with Namine, but yeah, there's there's some stuff going on in this one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh Peter Pan World. The <laughs> I already mentioned the Moogle that Peter Pan drops on Donald, but the one thing I did <laughs> want to say about it here is that Donald's reaction to it fucking kills me. <laughs> because he's not doing the typical like Donald Duck like stomping and whacking. He's just like <laughs> He's just, like, staring, just eyes empty, dead ahead, like, so pissed off that he's gone beyond rage. Yeah. <laughs> it's the maddest I've ever seen Donald Duck, and that's the power of Peter Pan. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I'd be pretty, I don't think I'd be happy if I got a Moogle dropped on me for literally no reason. Yeah, it it doesn't even, I, I don't, maybe there's, like, a setup and payoff to, to the joke of it, but the only thing with the Moogle is that they're, like, in the memory worlds. They, like, are the item shops throughout. Right. But other than, that's, that's the only answer I could give for why he even had a Moogle. <laughs> he just kidnapped it from its store, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sora's memory was correct that Peter Pan's a huge dick. <laughs> They go up to the next floor, and Sora himself, in in the actual text of the game, is like, oh, that's weird, I don't have a boss fight with Riku this time. Yeah, Riku- First time for everything, I guess. Riku's tired, I guess. He must be tired, he's napping. Yeah, uh, I had a note here that, you know, Donald's being really nice, and he's really nice throughout this game, and I was like, is is Donald being nice because he's, for- <laughs> he's, he's forgetting he's how to be mean? <laughs> Yeah, he forgot all his memories, so now he's nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's that is a very a very good point. I honestly think that it's just yes. You know what? Yes, I think that is what it is. And I know that Donald is often nice to Sora, but um, not this nice usually. So I, I don't know. Yeah, Sora's going through it. Donald yeah. Donald can see that. Even Donald can see that, and he's an asshole. Yep. Uh. We go to Larkseen and Vexen uh, and Axel. Uh, I don't. Oh, they they are also wondering why Sora and Riku aren't having another boss fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Axel, Axel, and Larkseen are just like mocking Vexen here. They're like, "Oh, I know. He's probably just trying to lure Sora deeper into the castle." Ha ha, you dick. Yeah, I loved how uh, much they were making fun of Vexen because Vexen sucks, and I'm glad the game knows Vexen sucks. <laughs> I like when Vexen, because uh, Larxene is, like, fully on her, like, mocking voice. Ooh, Vexen, ooh. Uh, and then he's like, silence! And she just, like, drops it, and it's just like, Vexen, you're so fucking predictable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think this is, 
this and the thing that we got with Axel a little bit ago are the first signs that we're really getting of what the nature of nobodies is, which we'll see more and more of it, but what they're going to they're going to tell us many a time. Nobodies have no hearts, which means that they have no emotions. Right. But they often have memories of what it is to have emotions, so they just kind of like role play. They just act like they have feelings. Yeah. Because it's fun, I guess. Uh, and I think this is a this is a great moment of this and like Axel really flatly being like from my heart nominee as a, a great little moment of seeing like yeah they're under under this like facade they are pretty just like cold and empty. It's pretty creepy actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they kind of they kind of just quibble for a minute and then we get uh, the 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 very same nobody who led Sora to the castle earlier. We see him without his hood for the first time. It's Marluxia. Yeah, I couldn't even begin to guess what this name was. <laughs> uh, we do see, I love the when he takes his hood off, his beautiful pink hair flops out, and we get like a fluttering of rose petals that I guess he keeps inside the hood. He's kind of a magical boy. Like... He's a bit of a magical boy. Yeah, he, he kind of does magical girl transformations a little bit. Yeah, which is uh, fun. But yeah, this this I think this was supposed to be the visual clue with the the rose petals earlier when we didn't know who he was, and now this. So, um, his name is Loriam. Bad. It's one of the worst ones, I think. To be honest, <laughs> Loriam. Yeah, not a fan. No. Uh, but Marluxia shows up. And he's like, "Well, Vexen, you fucked up. Don't don't do it again. Your your project is a piece of shit. You really let it. You really let the organization down." Vexen, this is new information to us. Vexen's like, "You can't talk to me that way, Marluxia. You're number eleven in the organization, and I'm number four. Yeah, and then Marluxia <laughs> didn't realize that was a hierarchy. Yeah, and then Marluxia pulls out a gigantic fucking scythe in his face, and it's like. Well, our leader put me in charge here in Castle Oblivion, and that means that you gotta listen to me while we're here. And don't forget, the rules of the organization say that traitors will be eliminated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vexen s- snaps back. He claps back. I don't remember what he says. Uh, but, uh, oh, Marluxia's like, that's right. Marluxia's like, look, Vexen, none of us like suspecting you, our, our dear friend of treason. If you want us to believe that you're really on our side, just go fucking kill Sora. And Vexen's like, fine. And then he leaves. And uh, I will say, I'll say it again. His boss fight is appropriately nightmarish. So if anyone was going to kill Sora, it was him. Well, and they don't, but they don't actually want him to kill Sora, right? They just want him to like beat him up. Because it's pretty important that Sora doesn't here's, die, right? Here's the thing. And this is this is a little a little weird. Because we we got last time, Axel mentioned that Larxene is, like, working on a plan to... I don't remember what we were told last time, but she's she's up to something. Yeah. We know. Uh, Axel is also up to something. We learned this time. Or actually, I don't know. Did did you... I don't remember how much they really get into it in in this part of the story. Was it clear to you that what ha- what is happening is Marluxia and Larxene are working to overthrow the organization? Yeah, eventually. I think they kind of say that. And then Ax- okay, I and Axel's that, pretending but... to help them. Yes, uh, for reasons that I don't remember if we know yet. We don't know uh, why he's pretending. But um, 
So yeah, this is what's this is what's weird though, because I think that the official like Marluxia's orders from their boss at Castle Oblivion would be to just get rid of Sora because he's an intruder. But I think Marluxia and Larxene's evil plan involves capturing Sora. Got it. Uh, okay. I think? Maybe? I think I'm remembering that right. If I'm wrong, it doesn't matter because it doesn't happen anyway. It does just really feel like they just kind of want Vexen to get killed, which, like, me too, so. <laughs> well, this is skipping ahead a little, but I love what Axel does here where he's like, because Axel, we will we will learn later that Axel's mission here is to find who's trying to do a mutiny. Yeah. Because their leader knows that something's up. So Axel was sent to deal with the traitors. But Axel seemingly just also wants to kill Vexen for his own reasons, so he, like, baits Marluxia into ordering him to kill Vexen before he reveals that he knows Marluxia's the traitor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want that creep around either. <laughs> Axel's like, well, Vexen outranks me, but technically Marluxia outranks me right now, so if he tells me to kill Vexen, I gotta do it. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta hand it to Axel. Yeah, he does kill Vexen. He does kill Vexen, Spoilers. which is great. Uh, so, yeah, Vexen goes to fight Sora. Uh, they they kind of worry that he might actually kill Sora, and I I think there's something in here where they're like, let's if if it comes to it, we'll stop him. Yeah. Uh, but then Marluxia like leans into Naminé and is like taunting her, like, "Does it feel bad? Do you feel terrible that your hero Sora is about to fucking die?" There's a lot of scenes in this of people just, like, whispering to Naminé, like, hey, you're a real piece of shit, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I don't know why they all have to make Naminé feel so bad. <laughs> they're they're just not very good people. No, that's true, yeah. Uh, this is the part where I, where I will splice in my favorite line of Donald Duck in this watch, of him going, Wow, that jump's Yeah, Yeah, was he being sarcastic? I don't really know what that was. <laughs> it's just Donald Duck being excited. Yeah. Uh yeah, so Jiminy old, old our old friend Jiminy is like, Sora, do you want to turn back before we lose more memories? And Sora's like, I already forgot this promise once. I'm not gonna forget it again. I gotta protect I gotta protect Nominee. I promised her. Yeah, I yeah. I did this is when I first started to think about like, huh, like this is a fake promise that was implanted in his brain. But I'm like, but Sora's going to take this really seriously. And I'm like, is the question we have here is just like, are promises, even if they're fake, important? (laughs) I think we kind of end up landing on no, but Sora thinks they are. Yeah, Sora definitely is just like, I made a promise. Even if it's fake, it's real. It's real if you're Sora. Yeah. Uh, So next we go to Hollow Bastion. And I did tell you that we should watch Hollow Bastion. Just because it's completely fucking deranged. It's really strange, yeah. It's so weird. It Because the thing about Hollow Bastion is that it's main story, not a Disney world, but it's way too important not to put in Chain of Memories when you're doing rehashes of everything else. So they had to just come up with a weird story for Hollow Bastion. Yeah, that's nothing like the original story at Holly ba- Hollow Bastion. It has nothing to do with anything. It's like... Maleficent has kidnapped Belle, which is true. Uh, and Beast like comes to rescue her, but she's like, 
No, Beast. I'm staying. You're an ugly monster. Fuck off. Yeah, she's doing a real Harry and the Hendersons thing with Beast. <laughs> we don't want you here. <laughs> yeah. Don't you know? So he... Yeah. So he leaves all sad. And Sora's like, we'll, we'll go talk to her, buddy. We'll see what's going on. And they find Belle in the library. And she's like, oh, I felt terrible, but Maleficent... I I can't let Beast get in trouble by trying to save me. Maleficent is too powerful. And then Maleficent, like, takes Belle to the, like, entry hall area and is like, Why did you drive Beast off? I wanted him to come so I could get him. I know. I'll torture you so your screams will bring him running here. Yeah, she talks a lot about making Belle scream, and this is what I was thinking, like, Maleficent's on the scream fetish for it, forums or something, because mm. she seemed really into making her scream. <laughs> and we ultimately find out that Maleficent is doing some kind of experiment yeah. that requires hearts of utmost beauty, and when Belle sent the beast away, Maleficent's like, well, you're a piece of shit, that was so mean of you. But then Beast comes to save B- Belle again, despite that. So Maleficent is like, ah, the true heart of beauty is Beast's. And then she, like, shoots a fireball at him, and Belle, like, jumps in front of it and fucking dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's, isn't it more that it's like, her heart was still beautiful, but she closed it off, or something. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's what it was, but- yeah. But yeah, her her beautiful heart pops out of her corpse, and Maleficent's like, "Oh, sick! I guess you had a good heart too." Oh, and then, <laughs> my my favorite Maleficent line in this game: "Ha ha ha! She loves you, Beast." It's amazing. Get his ass. <laughs> uh, they like go to ha- they go to the boss fight chamber of boss fights, and she's like. She's like, ah, it seems that you had a pure love as well, so I'll get your heart, too, while I'm at it. And then they fight her, and she doesn't. And then Belle is back, and she's fine. Yep. And then Belle and Beast start making out, and Goofy's like, well, we probably shouldn't watch this. Yeah, we gotta get out of here before it starts getting really gross in here. And then they leave, and that's Hollow Bastion in this. And I just just have to be like, Sora, why why are your memories like this now? Why, why Why did your brain come up with this? Sora, were you paying attention last game? This is not what happened. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. That's that's that, that scene at the at the beginning when they're in the castle and Goofy's like, What was that place? Hollow ba uh and Sora's like, Oh, do you mean where where Maleficent was gonna torture Belle and and Belle like jumped and took a bullet for Beast and Donald's Donald's just standing there like, I don't think that doesn't. I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> it is now. That doesn't. That doesn't sound right. But I don't know. I don't remember it either. So I guess that's what happened. <laughs> uh, on the next floor, uh, they meet Vexen. The this is the first time they've met Vexen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know what Vexen is talking about here. Or oh no 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 he he explains it. But he he's like, I'm here to collect your debt, Sora. And fucking Goofy, like, leans in to Sora and is like, do you owe him something? Like, Sora had, like, was fucking gambling off screen or something. He's like, oh no, your your gambling problem's back, Sora. We talked about this, buddy. We had that whole intervention. 
<laughs> Sora's like, no, I don't know what he's talking about. Fix it, I'll fucking talk to you about this later. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Vexen's like, I'm the one who reunited you and your friend Riku. And Sora's just like, oh, so you're the one who fucked him up. I should kill you. Right, yeah. And oh, and then Vexen. There's a lot of people like threatening to kill each other in this game because Vexen pulls out his ice shield that he has, and he's like, "Well, I could explain what's going on, but why trouble you in your final hour?" Yeah, yeah. I Vexen. Vexen just sucks in a lot of ways because he's he's just he's just the fucking worst. Looks terrible. Fights with a big shield, which is a dumb way to fight. And <laughs> I don't know. Just don't like this guy. He shoots these ice blasts at you that I don't know if this is true, but it really felt true. I'm told that the uh, PlayStation 4 version of uh, of Rechain of Memories runs at 60 FPS, whereas the original version doesn't, mm. which means that it's twice as hard to dodge his attacks. Oh, they move faster. <laughs> I felt it. It was awful. It was horrible. Uh, but uh, Sora beats Vexen. And Vexen uses his gigantic brain to turn this into a win and says, I knew that it would be hard to kill you, Sora. Bye. Yeah, he's like, didn't you notice me sifting around in your brain while we fought? And it's like, oh, yeah, it's like, no, I don't remember if we've mentioned that people keep making like every time Sora has a boss fight between worlds, the boss will leave behind a card that has a different world on it that you use to go to the world's. Uh, Vexen gives Sora a memory, uh, a memory world card that we don't know this place. Yeah, he's like, this is from the other side of your heart or something like that. Yeah, uh, this is a, this is a small note, by the way, but I did really enjoy it. Uh, if you, if you keep an eye out for the way that different characters talk about death and killing people, uh, you can find a pretty clear divide between, like, naive heroes like Sora who say stuff like, no, he's going to disappear. And villains like Vexen who are like, I'm going to kill Sora. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's just that's just a fun thing to chew on as we as we go forward. There's a lot of talk from organization members talking about people dying and Sora's like, he disappeared. Uh so he gives Sora that card and we then go to uh Oh, this is the scene where Axel is like, we can't we can't let him kill Sora. And Marluxia's like, yes, of course, you know what to do. And Axel's like, I think I know what you're getting at, but I'd really appreciate it if you would tell me out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and Marluxia's like, as the leader of the organization at Castle Oblivion, Vexen committed treason, and I hereby order you to eliminate him. And Axel's like, okay, yep, you said it. No taking it back. Bye. Yep, this is what I wanted, so. (laughs) It's really good. (laughs) Uh, and then we we go to a we go to a new town that we haven't seen before. It's it's very like golden sunset lighting. Yeah, very pleasant. Looks very nice. Great vibes. Yeah, but everyone agrees that they've never fucking been here in their lives. Yeah, there's a line. This is terrible. Our memories are practically gone. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, maybe it was a bad idea just to keep going when you realized all your memories were going away. I feel really bad for Jiminy, Donald, and Goofy that they're just like, hey, Sora, you sure you don't want to turn around? I feel like we're being slowly lobotomized here. And Sora's like, no. It's like, no. You're not. No, it's obviously good to go forward. Always go forward. I made a promise. fun and good. 
I, I made a promise. Yeah. Now you come with me also. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Jiminy is, like, really sad about this. He's he's a very depressed character throughout this game, because all he wants to do is keep his journal, and he's like, Sora, I don't remember anything anymore. And Sora's like, that's okay. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's you'll be fine. Shut up. Sora literally tells Jiminy here, he's like, don't worry, the most important memory is still right here in my brain. The promise that I made to nominate. And Jiminy's like, well, geez, Sora, that's great. Yeah. I'm really happy for you. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm the center of the universe, obviously. Uh, yeah, and Sora explains uh, the promise. This is the first time we hear the story of it. He says, uh, it was the night of a meteor shower on the Destiny Islands. Namine was crying. She was like, oh, what meteor's going to hit the island? She was so scared. And Sora Sora holds his toy sword up, and he's like, don't worry. If anything comes to hurt you, I'll knock it back into space. I'll always protect you. And she gives him that star-shaped charm as a promise. She says that she's had it since she was a baby. And Sora feels very bad that he that he forgot about the promise and he hasn't been keeping her safe all this time and now she's kidnapped in a castle. It's a real a real fuck up. My favorite detail of the story is that he started swinging his sword around to demonstrate how he would <laughs> yes, how he would knock the meteors back and I just love that image of Sora thinking he's Here, let me demonstrate how I'll do it. Uh, uh. Yeah, we just because we know Sora loves to do that kind of, and I, and I really like picturing little kid Sora swinging his sword around, all cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I play a Sora, I'm always just just running and jumping and swinging, even when there's no reason for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they they walk to the outskirts of town, and there's this big mansion in the middle of the forest, and Sora's like, "Well, this is really weird because this place feels so familiar, but." This isn't like all these other memories. I'm like so sure I've never been here in my life, but I know that I remember it and I don't know what that means. It, it does seem like Sora's starting to figure it out. It's like, oh, wait, these aren't really my memories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, although although Sora does say that this is different from how he feels about his memory of the promise to nominee. It's true. This is This is not a memory that he's had restored through traversing the castle. This is just... Just a memory that is in him for some reason that he doesn't understand why, which means probably this is where Kyrie grew up. Oh, no! Wait, she grew up in Hollow Bastion, right? She grew up in a lot. No, yes, <laughs> she grew up in Hollow Bastion. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm lying. <laughs> uh, but Vexen Vexen shows up and he he makes a big point. He's like, "You say you say that you are so sure about your memory of this mansion, but you're also so sure about your memory of your promise to nominate." Which one is more real, Sora? And Sora's like, shut up. The nominate one is real. Fuck you. Yeah, I did like Sora says cut the riddles. And it was right when I was getting annoyed with, with Vexen. So I was <laughs> like, thanks, Sora. Sora's just been my surrogate when it comes to Vexen this whole time. <laughs> We're a little frustrated with Sora for a lot of stuff, but not how he talks to Vexen. No. <laughs> uh, but Vexen says, Sora, you are bound by the chain of memories. Yeah. Yep, that's the first time we hear that, I think, right? But not the last. No, definitely not. Uh, And he says that Sora is a worthless slave to these twisted memories. And he says, just like my Riku. (gasps) I thought that was really Riku the whole time. Yeah. Damn. Oh, well. (laughs) Uh, But Sora gets really mad, and he's like, you're a liar. 
my heart is telling me to kill you. Uh, my hand burns with an awesome power, etc. Right. Uh, there's an even worse boss fight. <laughs> I, I do like before the boss fight, you get a close up on Vexen's face and he kind of makes DreamWorks face. Oh, you like that, do you? Yeah, you get, yeah, you, you see DreamWorks face, Vexen. That's the one I, that's the one I posted on co-host, by the way. Um, and. Oh, I missed it. Yeah, that's all right. I just said this bet, just about the bad face being a really bad face. <laughs> I had to run through Castle Oblivion to forget every frame of <laughs> Vexen's face. <laughs> well, we don't have to look at it for very uh, much longer. <laughs> no no fortunately no uh after the boss fight uh uh sora beats vexen and he's like fix riku and vexen very evil soundingly is like the riku you speak of is fated to sink into darkness as will you if you do not see what is happening you will become marluxia's pawn and sora's like what are you talking about and then axel kills him <laughs> And it's very, it's actually pretty cool when Axel kills Vexen. Well, yeah, Axel, Axel like throws one of his chakram from off screen and he says a line that fucking kills me where he's just like, did I catch you in a bad time? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And yeah, he he tells Vexen, he's like, I'm here to stop you from saying too much. Uh, He says, he says some real shit here where he's like, a nobody is not a body, but we can't be not a body, but we are, and now you won't be even not a body, you'll be nothing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, that's the stuff I don't like as much. I I didn't like it, but it I did like the end of it, where Axel is like, we we are destined to be less than less than anything... But now you're off the hook. Yeah, that's good. I, I I really liked that line from Axel just being like, we we shouldn't exist and it sucks to exist. But hey, let me get you out of here. And Vex is like on his knees, like begging for his life. And it, it just cuts to Axel. And he just goes, goodbye, snaps his finger. That was a terrible snap. Whatever. Uh, and Vexen just gets fully incinerated to death. Yeah, and I was like, wait, is Axel just, like, way more powerful than Vexen? We just didn't know that till now? Well, Vexen's an ice guy. Uh, yeah, I guess... Fire, he's allergic, ice is allergic to fire. Okay. I, did they, okay. I didn't think that they would have elemental weaknesses, but sure. Uh, they actually legitimately do. The only, the only way that I was able to beat, uh, Vexen in the game was by equipping every single fire card I could get my fucking hands on. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. well, hey, no, hey, you know what? I'll take it back. It's logistically consistent. I love, also, I've started a new tally, uh, Sora watching people die. <laughs> yeah, this is a rough one. This is number two, uh, after, of course, the guy in Traverse Town. I love the shot of Sora watching Vexen burn up because there's just like, honestly, for PS2 graphics, I was pretty impressed with this like look of dawning horror on Sora's face. <laughs> I'll have to go back and look at that because I don't remember that. It's like you just like see the 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 light leave his eyes as he's just like, huh? What? Wait. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And he, he, like, freaks the fuck out. He's like, what what are you people? Axel, what are you? And Axel's like, good question. Bye. <laughs> we then go to uh, uh, Axel and Marluxia. Uh, 
Axel, like, kind of accuses Marluxia of, like, sending Vexen, like, kind of to his death, sort of? He's like, did you, like, you knew Sora wouldn't lose. Like, you were just testing his strength, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But Larxene says the real test was that we wanted to see if you, Axel, would be prepared to kill a fellow member of the organization. Yeah, we just wanted to see. And now welcome. We just wanted welcome to, to the mutiny. We just wanted to see you smoke smoke a guy, basically. Yeah. <laughs> we just wanted to watch him die. Yeah. Uh, Axel has a moment here where he's like, "Ah, I see how Sora plays into all of this, and I don't." Yeah, I don't yet. I guess. I mean, I guess later we get it, but I don't know why Axel figured it out at this point. Yeah, it's it's interesting because a lot I will say right now the um the fourth Kingdom Hearts game, uh, three fifty eight days over two, actually a lot of it is set concurrently with Chain of Memories, hmm. and yeah, we there's a lot of stuff that we will not really understand until we get to today's. Okay, huh? Well, yeah. Uh, so Nomura was already. Even even in this little Game Boy game, he was already like, I'm going to make this series really difficult to consume. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be across as many platforms as possible. And all, and all be important. really annoying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is... Larxene says something. Another, another, like, completely unnecessary taunting nominee scene. Yeah. Where uh, Larxene is like... Don't do anything to hurt Sora's feelings, will you? And Marluxia leans in and he's like, Why don't you make him even more obsessed with you? Why don't you? She's like, okay. He tells her to to rejoice about something. I don't remember exactly what. Oh, yeah, I didn't write that down. I just just know that Marluxia... Maybe it was her birthday? Marluxia is just very sleepy. I mean, you know, it was probably that Vexen's dead. That made him sleepy? No, that she has to rejoice about it. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I good was. Good news. You don't have to look at that guy anymore. Yeah, good news. He's gone. <laughs> the bad man is gone. No more bad face. Yep. Uh, but Axel, they, they leave and Axel stays behind. Uh, and Namine sort of asks kind of to him, kind of to nobody, like, if Sora does come for me, what's going to happen to him? But we don't find out yet because Sora has to have another boss fight with D-Mode Riku. Yep. Uh, and he, he's like, good news, Vexen, he's dead. You're free, Riku. And Riku's like, no. <laughs> yeah, because he, he's like, I need to protect Nominee from you. And I'm like, what do you think Sora's going to do, Riku? <laughs> I mean, we don't, we don't know what Riku thinks is happening. Riku seemingly remembers Sora as like a bloodthirsty murderer. Yeah, I mean, I guess, which is possible. Maybe that's what Nominee has done to him. Yeah, Maybe. Uh, we will never find out. But Riku is like, he's like, you don't get it, Sora. I made a promise to Namine on the night of the meteor shower when I had my toy sword and I took a few practice swings at the sky and she gave me the charm and I pro... And Sora's like, now hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was a, that was a bit of a red flag. <laughs> Namine, you two-timing jerk. Right. <laughs> she just wants to be extra safe. Yeah. She's like, these guys are really reliable. Hopefully, if I make a promise with with two of them, I will be protected. Yeah. yeah, isn't there something here where, like, Sora's like, this doesn't, like, because they're like, that's weird that he has the same story. And Sora's like, it doesn't matter. And Donald, and I'm like, no, Donald's right. This this matters, Sora. 
This this does matter. Uh, I don't remember Sora saying that because Sora pulls out his charm. Yeah. And Riku's like, what the fuck? I have the same charm. Right. What's going on here? Uh, maybe. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. He says that after the fight. It's after the right? fight. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Riku, Riku's like, what the, where did you get that? Ah, it doesn't matter. Uh, he says Sora's charm is a fake and fakes should be destroyed. <laughs> and he charges at Sora. Uh, but then he, he looks like his brain gets zapped yeah he just has this weird moment of like and he like kind of shakes it off and he's like anyway i'm going to kill you now uh but he doesn't and we fade to black and then we fade back and riku is dead on the pavement (laughs) riku riku runs away but he forgets the charm he leaves it behind and sora takes a look at it and he's like oh it's totally identical but then it starts glowing and it becomes a destiny islands world memory card it turned into a card (laughs) And then we get some Kingdom Hearts defining dialogue where Donald says, oh, I don't understand what's going on. And Sora says, it doesn't matter, okay? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I'm like, no, Sora, it, it really fucking matters, man. Right, this is this is a thing about Sora. And I, I think that Sora's character in this game is really interesting because, you know, he's he's faced with all this stuff that's like, I mean, lest we forget, he is a 14-year-old boy. Yeah. And everything around him is is telling him, like, yeah, you made this promise. You have the charm. You have the memories. Like, what what is there to question? Like, you and, – and it's it's combined with, like, this feeling of guilt where he's like, I can't believe that I, I, I forgot such an important promise. Like, oh, my God, I need to make this right. So then everyone is, like, trying to talk him down and they're like, Sora, I don't – this doesn't seem right. Like you should slow down and think about this. And Sora's like, "What? So I'll, I'll be an even worse friend than I already am." Like he's he's very wrong, and it feels very obvious that he's wrong. But I I like that from his perspective, it it makes sense that he should keep moving. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sora is kind of like if Goku was capable of angst. <laughs> He's yeah. He's go. He's not an entire Goku because Goku. That's too complicated of a of an emotion for Goku. But uh, <laughs> but 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 Sora is only operating a little bit higher level than that. So bigger brain, smaller stomach. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We haven't really seen Sora eat. I don't think. And I, I'm trying to think if we ever do. I don't know if we ever see him eat anything. Hmm. Do we see him eat the Palpu fruit? I think it doesn't really show them eat it. I don't. I don't know that they actually do. I think that Riku gives it. Oh no, he throws it aside. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we ever see Sora eat anything. We'll we'll be on Food Watch for sure. Okay, Food Watch, Feet Watch. <laughs> oh God! I mean, if we're bringing back the Feet Watch segment, we have seen Namine's giant clown feet. Yeah, she does have big old clown feet in her. It's really horrible that she has Kingdom Hearts character sized feet, but with sandals on. Yeah, she's kind of got some like stylish Tevas on. <laughs> Just way too large. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that does that does indicate that Sora doesn't have giant clown shoes. He has giant horrible feet. Yeah, that's just what the people in this. I mean, they're not they're Final Fantasy people. They're not real humans, so they got big, no, no, yeah. definitely not. Yeah. clearly. Um. So yeah, Donald and Goofy are like trying to trying to chill Sora out. They're like, Sora, we're starting to worry about your mental state here. <laughs> uh. And yeah, what, what do they say? Like you, you get really angry when anyone asks you about Naminé, 
even though until we got halfway through the castle, you didn't remember her. And now she's the only thing you want to talk about. Yeah, they're kind of like, maybe slow down and think, and then he gets really mad for them telling him to think. Oh, yeah, he's he's like, he's like if you don't believe me, then you can stay back here and take a nap for all I care. Yeah, that was funny. And I, That was a weird... And I flash back to the opening cutscene, and I say, that would be adorable. Let's definitely do that. Weird burn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is this is the meanest, most aggressive thing Sora is capable of saying. Is you can take a nap for all I care. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Sora just runs ahead by himself. I don't remember actually at this point in the game if you if you stop having Donald and Goofy as cards. It would be pretty funny if you didn't. So I'm going to assume that you do, but I don't know. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh. So it's we go back to Axel and Namine, and Axel is like, you know, Namine, you're the only thing Sora has left now that he's abandoned his friends, and you're the only one who can stop this. Uh, and she's like, oh, I know, but it's it's too late to stop it now. And Axel's like, well, I don't know if I'd say that. Marluxia's not here, and that means that there's nobody in this room who would try to stop you if you just walked out the door. <laughs> and I'm just going to go look at this wall over here. Yeah. It's a cool wall. Yeah, Axel's Axel's really plotting some stuff here. He's he's scheming. He is uh doing a, a finger pyramid for sure. Yeah. It does feel like uh, he nominee. also kinda likes Nominee, but hard to tell if that's real or not. There's a lot of stuff with Axel and the nobodies in general that is hard to tell if it's real, and this is a great example because Nominee runs out the door, and this is where Axel in the Game Boy would say the word hell, but this is not this is a different era of gaming and he can't do that. Uh and he, he just says out loud to himself, he's like, you better make this memorable, Sora. It's the least you can do. And then he starts, like, laughing. And he's and then he stops laughing. And he's like, whoa, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. That's weird. So Axel's, Axel is starting to feel like maybe he actually is feeling some stuff. Yeah, his heart grew ten sizes this day. <laughs> and all of the scheming that he did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he, he says, I would say somewhat cryptically, you guys are something else. Right, which I assume... I actually don't know off the top of my head who he's referring to. I, Sora and Friends? I think Sora and Friends for making him feel actual emotions. That's my guess. Yeah. Uh, Jiminy, by the way, Sora's like, oh, fuck off, Don and the Goofy, and he runs away, potentially forgetting that Jiminy lives in his hood. This is my favorite cutscene because they, they decided to animate like a... 15 second cutscenes so that Sora could be mean to Jiminy. <laughs> the game won't be complete until Sora yells at Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't need to be there, but he just like, I don't remember, I think Jiminy's just kind of like, oh, Sora, I don't know, man. And then he just yells at him. Yeah, I think this is more of a structural thing because every, you know, in the Game Boy version, every world is punctuated with, uh, on, on, on the front. There's the arriving on the next floor, going into the world, and you do the world, then you come out, you meet whoever's on the next floor, then you get a little scene with the the organization, and then you arrive at the next floor, and it continues like that. So I think this is more of a, a formatting thing, but it is very funny that they inserted a completely unnecessary scene of Sora being like, keep it to yourself, Jiminy! <laughs> yeah, uh, I, uh, it was great. How about you take that journal and shove it up your ass, Jiminy? I'm not in the mood. <laughs> oh, God. 
Well, gosh, Sora, I just wanted to be a good friend to you. Well, maybe I'll beat you up and see if you remember you remember how to be a good friend. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Why don't you pick on someone your own size? <gasps> Pinocchio! He's got two handfuls of shit. You've gone down a dark path, Sora, and I'm gonna fuck you up! Oh, that's just Mickey Mouse now. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember Pinocchio's voice. It's probably kind of like Mickey Mouse's voice. <laughs> uh, so Sora goes to the Destiny Islands. This is really funny because uh, Titus, Waka, and Selfie run up to him uh, as he's like thinking to himself, like, oh, Namine and I used to play on the beach and we would fight Riku or what or something. Uh, and his his three other friends run over and they're like, Sora, great to see you. How are you doing? And he's like, oh, great. Uh... Ooh, uh, uh. Yeah. Travis? Walter? Hey. Stimpy? He clearly doesn't really care about these these people at all. <laughs> it is good that his memory's working now, though, because he does remember that everyone's going to make fun of Waka, and they should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Selfie's like, Waka, Wait, it's you got selfie, some food right? on your face. Not, yeah. not Selfie? What's that? You keep saying Selfie. It's not Selfie, right? Isn't it like Selkie? No, it's selfie. It's selfie. Ph. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. Uh, yeah. Everyone's making fun of Waka, and Sora's like, <laughs> "This is so funny because this is a really weird, like, conceptual moment because we haven't really talked about the fact that when Sora goes into the different Disney worlds and Destiny Islands, Traverse Town's a little different because it's right at the beginning, so he still remembers everyone. But in these Disney worlds, Sora shows up, and he's not like. Oh, it's Alice. Like, they walk into the worlds and they don't remember what's going on. Like, Sora's not like, oh, and then the queen says this, and then we find the heartless in the box. Like, none of that. Sora, when they walk into a world, they don't remember it. Yeah, so it's all all new to him. Yeah. Which I think raises the question, though, how how does Sora even remember all of this if he doesn't remember it? Uh, And... The the reason I bring this up is because this is where basically they have, as Sora's memories have been falling out of his brain, they've been making these cards for him to, like, walk into his own memories that he doesn't remember. Uh, which is why Selfie and Titus and Waka, even though Sora doesn't remember them, he's like, oh, where's, where's Namine at? And they're like, oh, Sora... We know better than to try to hang out to hang out with you when you're trying to remember Namine. We'll get out of your hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she goes, "Oh, go go find her, cowboy." <laughs> Did she say? That? Yeah, yeah. She says, "Go find her, cowboy." And I was like, "Well, what if what if Sora was a cowboy? That'd be good." Well, Sora was my favorite deputy. Yeah. Um, well, well. In Kingdom Hearts Four, Sora goes to the barnyard. <laughs> we'll get to see cowboy Sora. That'll be good. That'll be good. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, yeah. So Selfie's like, let me guess. You want us to leave you alone so you can look for Nomine? And he's like, oh, yeah. She's like, we, we'll go fuck ourselves. We know how it is. So I was like, oh, perfect. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> it is It is weird and funny to see, like, Sora's, like, missing memories sort of bumping up against the new memories that he has. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, 
especially well yeah i mean we'll get to the weird explanation of how memories work i guess later uh the the mm-hmm. chain thing but uh yeah it, it it is strange i mean it does feel like his brain is really just coming apart mhm it makes you wonder why uh, donald and goofy are so worried about him when he's doing so well yeah they're uh, just being dicks really he finds a chill normal riku who's in R mode for Riku mode. Ah, it was so good to see uh, the the leg buckles again. <laughs> the tarps that he wears to catch all the water when it rains. <laughs> uh, and but Sora, Sora's like, "Oh, Riku, you're not being an asshole." He, if, he checks his mouth. He puts his fingers in Riku's mouth, and he's like, "Oh, I remember this mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you're not you're not D mode Riku. You're regular mode Riku." And Sora's like, oh, these are my memories of you and not the asshole one that I've been fighting over and over. I couldn't believe you and figured Riku's that out. Like, Riku's like, you're a real scatterbrain, Sora. How are you going to protect Namine like that? Yeah, you remember? Which, again, this is this is a weird little moment of, like, Sora's old real memories, like, like interacting with his fake Namine memories, where the Riku that he remembers is like, well, yeah, obviously Sora's got to protect Namine. Yeah. Because we both we both had separate meteor nights and made separate promises. <laughs> well, fortunately, this Riku doesn't think that. Oh, that's right. Uh, okay. But the island starts shaking. Riku's like, "I'm going to go find the others," uh, and it starts breaking apart, like in Kingdom Hearts One. Sora fights a dark side. It probably sucks. <laughs> and then he sees Namine standing there as the island's breaking apart, and he's like, "Oh my God, Namine! I've gone through so much to see you." And Namine's like, "Yeah, I know, but..." This isn't right, Sora. And he's like, what do you mean? And she says, well, I couldn't stand how lonely I was, so I called out to your heart, and I'm really happy that you came to see me, but I do feel pretty terrible for what I did to you. And Sora's just like, huh, I don't know what you mean, but don't. (laughs) Yeah, I made a promise, whatever. (laughs) Whatever brainwashing you think you did to me, it worked, so I don't care. (laughs) And Nanae's like, oh, well, okay, well, that's fine then. Uh, but then a second nominee appears. Yep. And she's like, this is, this is interesting because this is like seemingly nominee, like, I'm guessing that what happened here is after she left the room with Axel, she like actually goes into the Destiny Islands, kind of. Yeah, the, the, uh, the like more corporeal nominee that he was first talking to is something his brain constructed. And then the second nominee is actually her. I can I can actually tell you uh, because it, it doesn't really matter, but I do think it's really interesting to keep in mind for this is um, in a in a later game for reasons that are not at all worth getting into right now. We do get to see what the Castle Oblivion memory worlds look like from like an outside perspective when you're not the one who's having it like projected around you. Hmm. And it is, it's just like a blank white room with like a staircase at the end of it. So presumably that's what Namine is standing in right now and yelling at Sora to get his head out of his ass. Hmm. Yeah, we're just like, please, Sora, just use your brain a little bit. <laughs> and he's like, I can't, you broke it. Yep. She's like, ah, shit. <laughs> yeah. I did do that. Uh, but yeah, he starts to get pissed off. He's like, why is everyone telling me not to care about you, Namine? What's going on? And Namine's like, well, Sora, think about it. Am I really the person you promised to protect? And I really like this because he pulls out his charm that, that Namine gave him. And the the memory Namine who, like, lives on the island 
uh, is like, oh, you kept my charm. Thanks, Sora. <laughs> but the actual nominee who's like projecting herself into the islands is like, put that fucking thing away. Don't listen to her. It's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's funny and interesting that the, that the like memory nominee that Sora has kind of created, even she on some level knows that this isn't good. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I did like that a lot. Which I think that's, that's probably meant to be the game telling us like Sora knows he kind of knows this isn't real. And that's probably why he gets so mad at people when they, when they call him out on it, because he, he probably knows that something's not right here. Yeah. He's just really but confused. He, he feels better, you know, believing in this, this, uh, childhood memory that he doesn't actually have. Uh, it's a, it's a game about regressing. And Sora's doing a real good job of it. <laughs> sure is. But uh, nominee parentheses real is like, you need to think about who's really the most special to you deep in your heart. And he's like, Haha, that's easy. It's you, nominee. And then he sees Kyrie, and the charm turns into Kyrie's charm. And Sora's like, what the fuck? Yeah, good reminder that the Thalassa looks kind of funny because of the little face it's got on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, she did draw a little face on it. Yeah. I also like that every time they show it, it's like the same asset from the first game, and it looks notably worse yeah, it, than the charm that Nominate gave It looks it. really shitty, yeah. <laughs> no wonder he wants to believe in that one. Yeah. There's no way that this charm is such a fuzzy JPEG. Kyrie's really nice, but she's bad at arts and crafts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he, he starts to remember Kyrie a little bit, mm -hmm. and he goes up to the next floor, Namine is waiting for him, uh, and he's like, tell me the truth, Namine, you're not the most important person to me, are you? And Namine's like, yeah, there's another girl, and Sora's like, why can't I remember her? And Namine's like, well... But then Demod Riku's here for another boss fight! <laughs> yeah, this doesn't go very well for Riku. <laughs> he's kind of stepping on rakes about it yeah uh and yeah riku's like like oh everything should be going so great for me sora but your stupid fake memories keep getting in my good memories way and he's like i'm gonna fuck you up sora loading screen <laughs> oh no <laughs> not again oh man yeah, but, it, uh, it's we're to th we're at three just for this 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 session at this point. I think this is our fourth, and I I want to say final fight against Riku in this. I think that's right. Okay, yeah. Uh, but he shoots an evil fireball at Sora. Yeah. Uh, we will find as we move forward. This is actually one of Riku's signature moves, which makes it really really weird that I think the first time we see it. Oh, wait, he might have used this in the first game. But this is Dark Firaga, and we'll be seeing a whole lot of Dark Firaga as we go. Hmm. Um, and uh, he's about to kill Sora, but then Namine's like, don't kill Sora, and then his brain gets zapped again the same way as last time, and he falls to the floor unconscious, and it looks really, really funny. Yeah, it's kind of like, he's entirely limp. It's really fucked up. It's it's like she literally like pushed the off switch on Riku, and it looks really, I mean, fucked up is one way. I I I just say funny, but that's my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it is funny, but it is just like, <laughs> I mean, he just he looks like a doll, I guess, which I you know I suppose is what he should look like. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and then Larxene shows up and she starts doing her thing and being like, oh, you, ah. Uh, doesn't she say, <laughs> she's like, she's like, oh, you don't understand what's going on at all, do you, little Sora? And he's like, well, then tell me. And she's like, ha, 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 no. And then she just does it anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You think I'd make it that easy for you? Well, you see, because I would. That's not actually Riku. And Sora's like, what? But that, what? <laughs> I really thought it was Riku. Yeah, uh, it seems like he, I thought he kind of had figured this out already, but apparently not. No, he's not, he's not quite as smart as us. No, I guess Also, not. he hasn't been getting the cutaway scenes to Larkseen and Axel and Vexen talking about Vexen's toy. Yeah, I just thought, because Vexen kind of said some stuff to him that should have made it clear, but I guess not. Yeah, I guess his comments about, like, my Riku, the Riku you speak of, I guess, you know, Sora has seen his friend possessed already. Yeah. Maybe that's what he means. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. But, yeah, Larxene just monologues and explains everything. It wa- uh, I did appreciate Larxene finally just telling me what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that Riku was a puppet that Vexen made. Uh it was it was just built very recently, so every memory that it has is fake. She picks it up and just like hucks it at the wall, uh, and she's she is relishing informing Sora that all of these fake memories. First of all, they're fake. Second of all, Namine has been creating them and putting them in his brain. Oh, uh, and she finally explains what Namine's powers are. She can create remove and rearrange memories and she calls Namine a lying witch yeah i was that was is mean very mean um it's very mean it's not entirely untrue yeah i was like i don't think she's really a witch but i guess i don't really understand how magic works in this world <laughs> so you know it's weird because characters will continue to refer to Namine as a witch i think even like I think even one of the, like, in-game character journal things is like, Namine is a witch who controls memories. <laughs> Which is a word that is fairly meaningless in this franchise, but they keep they keep using it. Hmm. Um, but, uh, so, Larkseen says this was all a trap, and this was all just to get you here and turn you into a puppet. But Axel fucked it all up for us, so now I'm going to kill you instead. <laughs> Yeah, is this what she says something about tingling? I don't remember anything about tingling. Larkseen says what did some, she say about tingling. Larkseen said something about this making her tingle, but anyway, she's just really excited to kill a fourteen-year-old. I, I, I guess. guess so. Yeah. Oh yeah. So again, there's some stuff about Larkseen saying like we wanted to take over the Keyblade Master, which makes me feel like still uh-huh. at this point in the story, there weren't really supposed to be very many Keyblade Masters. Yeah, and I don't know when they changed it to make it so that there are other Keyblade Masters, but when they eventually do make that change, it will also come with a sort of backpedaling of like, ooh, 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 Sora is not a Keyblade Master, okay? He never was. He's a Keyblade wielder. Mm. Anyone who calls him a Keyblade Master, they were wrong, okay? It's fine. They were just wrong, that's all. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, they they keep calling him Keyblade Master, and having played through the rest of the series, I was I was really just sitting here like, they have no idea what that means. What you... Nomura didn't know yet. What's really funny about that is it's like, why not? 
come up with a different word for the thing everyone else is and just keep saying he's a Keyblade Master? Uh, I don't know. I mean, what would you say? What if, if Sora is a Keyblade Master just because he can use a Keyblade at all? What do you call someone who is a master of the Keyblade? I don't know, like a Keyblade Lord, a, Cre- a Keyblade Genius, Keyblade Grandmaster. Uh, I don't know. I guess Grandmaster. The trouble is, every time you make a promotion above Master, then if there's a, if you decide to make an even more important character later, it just gets harder and harder to top them. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's a good point. I will say, on that note, now that you've said that, it is reminding me that a very important character that we will meet a million years from now is literally called the Master of Masters. <laughs> so, yeah, they kind of did it anyway. They kind of did it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's for the record the master of masters is the guy on on our podcast art yeah yeah i've, I've heard of him yeah okay um so anyway um what happens oh oh my god this is where nomine is like you stay away from him larkseen don't do this and larkseen just just fucking smacks nomine across the face and sends her flying across the room yeah larkseen's mean turns out she's they should call her larks mean yeah. if you ask me yeah yeah that was a good observation for me <laughs> uh but yeah sora is like sora's like don't hit nominee that's fucked up and larkseen is like ha 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 why do you even care you don't know her <laughs> which i don't know if i mean i know that larkseen is a is a real piece of shit but <laughs> That feels like maybe a bridge too far. That Sora, that she's like, come on, Sora, why aren't you just watching me beat up this defenseless girl and just thinking, oh, that's none of my business? Yeah, I don't know that person. That's fine. I guess. I guess this is either a characterizing moment of of Larkseen or another moment of damn. Nobody's are fucked up. Yeah, well, maybe both. Maybe both. Uh, but uh, she prepares to attack uh, Sora, and. What what should fly at her head but Goofy's iconic Mickey Mouse shield? Yeah, I like that. I like that, but what I really like is that Donald runs in after Goofy and casts Kiraga on Sora, and we see, like, the same effect when they use the spell in combat above him of, like, the little bells appear or whatever. Oh, I thought he threw a potion at him, but that makes sense, too. Okay. <laughs> no, that is the Kiraga effect. It is very fun to see in a cutscene. Yeah, it's good. Um, and Donald is like, you might have, you might think that you have a promise to protect Nominee, but we have a promise to protect you, so fuck off, Larkseen. And then they kill her! Yeah, I did not expect her to just die. Yeah, put this on the new tally of people Sora has personally killed. Yeah, and I, I would, like, is she gone forever? That's crazy. She's dead. That's nuts that the character that seemed this important is just dead. I can't promise that that dead characters stay dead. Okay. But she is dead. Yeah. Right, I guess that makes sense, because someone else is going to die in a little bit, and I was like, I'm pretty sure you come back. <laughs> Who? Uh, Axel kind of dies. Does he? Yeah, he, he fades he out. Does. He fades out, too, after the Marluxia thing. And I think... Let me scroll ahead in my notes. I think that he uses a uh, corridor of darkness to escape. It looks a lot like how the how Larkzine disappears, but I, I guess it's mm. those look similar. 
Yeah, no, I he he just leaves. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, Larxene and Vexen, they, like, sort of flicker away, and they go all, like, weird and choppy looking. Got it, okay. And they actually, like, fade out of existence. Yeah, Axel's not dead. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't think he was permanently dead anyway, so... Well, Larxene is dead. Okay. That's what matters. Got it. All right. <laughs> so, Sora body count, one. <laughs> and dancing, uh, two. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess, I guess he I guess he technically did. Yeah. I guess the door. I would say that Ansem brought it upon himself. I guess the door though. killed Ansem. That's a good point. He killed a boat. Yeah, he didn't I'll kill put, Ansem. That's a good point, though. I should put that on the list of because yeah, he watched him die. Yeah, that's that's undeniable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're up to four total, including Larxene, who Sora killed. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Larxene like fades away. She's like, "No, this can't be happening. I can't lose to a bunch of losers." No. And she fades out of existence, and Sora and Donald the Goofy just stare at her, and then they just calmly walk over to Namine, and they're like, you okay? Well, that's not the first time they've seen someone die, so they're used to it now. I feel like I feel like Sora does not really feel the weight of having taken a life just now. Yeah, it's a little... But it's fine, it's Larxene. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Goofy is, like, introducing himself to Namine, but she's like, I know you, I've been watching you on my crystal ball! Uh, and Goofy is like, oh, Sora, I'm so happy for you. Why do you look sad? Yeah. yeah. Um, you look like something really shitty happened to you. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, it, it's funny uh, It's funny that, that Nominee has to tell us what happened again at this point, because I think we, we just know it so well at this point. But And she already kind of <laughs> told Sora what happened. This is a game for children, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say I was I was not really uh working to keep the mystery alive for my part. Yeah, true. Um but yeah, I I do think it's interesting that Namine here just she I don't think that she explicitly says it, but this is where it is revealed uh fairly conclusively like no, the castle doesn't do anything. Like the thing that Marluxia said about losing stuff as you walk deeper into the castle that was bullshit <laughs> yeah just me the castle doesn't do that just nominee was just slowly chipping away at his memories over time yeah um and she says that she can fix their memories if they get up to the 13th floor uh but they'll probably have to have a boss fight with marluxia to do it right yeah uh she explains if it if it wasn't already obvious just from context clues she did not want to do any of this uh, Marluxia was basically telling her, if you don't do this for me, uh, you are going to be locked up alone in this castle forever. Yeah, you know, it is interesting. If Nominee's a nobody, she sure feels a lot of emotions, or seems to at least. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I alluded to it earlier, but the, the question of do nobodies have emotions is going to hang over a lot of this series, actually. Yeah. Uh, but she starts crying... And this is where things take a weird turn, because Sora's like, don't cry. It'll make me feel bad. Yeah. So stop. <laughs> yeah, just smile, please. Literally smile. She, she's like, you're right. I have no I have no right to cry about this. And Sora's like, no, 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 that's not what I mean. Of course you have a right to cry about it. But I'm not going to let you. <laughs> yeah, right. Because he says, like, what you did was really messed up, but... From my perspective, I still think of you as my best friend. I promise to protect you. So, like, I can't get mad at you about it. Donald, like, fucking rolls his eyes out of his head at this. And Goofy's like, 
Sora always gets like this around girls. I loved that. I love. I don't. I loved Goofy giving Sora shit about girls. I don't know how much evidence we have of that. I know. I know he's like this with Kyrie. Well, there's two girls. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, did he get really blushy with Jane in the tent when she's showing him the slideshow? He's like, oh god. Well, that was a Disney girl, not a Final Fantasy girl. It's like I'm on a movies date. <laughs> um. The line actually was, I'm really not happy about you messing with our memories, which is very funny. Very reasonable. Yeah. But 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 he doesn't see, he's, but he's like, but yeah, it's cool. Right after that. I like when, because uh, yeah, Goofy's like teasing Sora about girls and Sora's like, oh, come on, man. Couldn't you forget about that? And Donald says, good friends, don't forget the good stuff. And he winks a ducky wink. And I loved it. Yeah. Uh, and Naminé, like, laughs and smiles, and Sora's like, there we go, that's the smile I think I remember, even though I know that I don't actually. Yeah, please, please smile for me. Um, Donald says another great line that I really liked, where he goes, Oh boy, I can't wait to get my memory back. <laughs> uh, the thing with the the smile, sweetie, it's so weird, but it's like... It feels like a thought experiment gone gone convoluted, where it's like, is it wrong to tell a girl to smile when she's sad? Yes. But what if that girl brainwashed you? Then I don't know. But what if she brainwashed you to think that you like her to smile? Then whose fault is it? And I'm just like, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm tapping out on this one. I honestly just thought they didn't think about it, and it was really just more like, Sora paralleling what Donald does to him when he feels bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's actually what and, it know, is. Yeah, and again, it, it makes sense from Sora's perspective, where he's like, if if I walk through my memories from the beginning of my life, you're my friend, I made this promise, now I'm here, you tell me that you fucked with my brain, but I don't feel like you did, and now you're crying about it, and I feel like it's my fault, so stop it. Yeah. Just stop doing that. Yeah, please please don't. Now he's like, well, alright. Uh, and... <laughs> One of one of my favorite moments in all of Kingdom Hearts is that Sora is like, I'm going to go fight Marluxia. Namine, you watch over Riku. And we just cut to Riku, eyes open, mouth agape, completely motionless on the floor. It's really funny. I laughed really hard. That's my next note. It's just like, oh my god, Riku's dead body just lying there. It's still there. Watch over Riku's corpse. Yeah. Uh, they get up to the 13th floor. Sora's, like, looking at the charm from Kyrie, and he's like, I just don't know who the fuck gave this thing to me. It's gonna be really fucked up, though, when he reunites with Kyrie, and he's like, can you make me a better one? Yeah. I liked, I had a different one, and it was better. Can you make me this, the, just like a yellow, like a cardboard star? It looked pretty good. Yeah. It was like, The good news for Sora, though, is his promise is to return this to Kyrie. Right. That's true. (laughs) Uh... They all agree that none of them uh, have any idea who gave Sora that charm, uh, and uh, Donald admits that he's 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 scared. And Goofy says, "Well, check this out. Sora remembers his promise to Namine. Let's make a promise to each other, and then we can never forget it. Even though the plot of this game is that Sora forgot his promise to Kyrie." Yeah, they're just making it up as they go along a lot. <laughs> The logic is not there, but the the emotional beats of their friendship are. That's right. It's fine. Uh, So they promise, no matter what happens, they'll always be friends, all for one and one for all. 
And then uh, Naminé watches... Uh, she doesn't do a very good job watching over Riku. No. Oh, no, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm misremembering. I thought that someone, like, steals Riku right out from under her. But no, she and Riku are both captured by someone in a black coat who we don't see who it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. It's probably Marluxia. Yeah, probably Marluxia. Could have been Axel, but probably Marluxia. Yeah, if... Uh, I don't know, actually. Well, hmm. no, it is Mar- I think it is Marluxia, because of what happens next. Oh, it is Marluxia, because yeah. he pulls Naminé out of a portal yeah. in a minute. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's, he's like, accusing Axel of treason, and Axel's like, I, I didn't do shit. I don't know what you're talking about. You're the treason, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't betray anybody. Frankly, I don't know why Marluxia is accusing him of treason. No, it doesn't actually really make sense. Oh, you know what it is? Uh, I think this is sort of the reveal, kind of loosely, that Axel is, like, on a mission from the leader of the organization. Oh, that he's... Because Marluxia's like... I'm in charge here. You didn't follow my orders. You betrayed me. That's treason. And Axel's like, no, you're the one doing treason. Me betraying you is me doing anti-treason. So I'm good. That's right. Yeah. I'm a loyal boy. Uh, so Axel is like, oh, this was this was weird. I, I still don't, because I, I don't really remember what Axel's up to. But Axel's like, uh, I'm going to eliminate you for betraying the organization, Marluxia. And Marluxia's like, that line is so not you. And Axel's like, huh, you got me. Yeah, I didn't understand that. <laughs> but I guess... I think I think that's them telling us that Axel is not actually entirely just working for the leader. Yeah. He's, he's up to something of his own. Yeah, he's got his own stuff going on. That makes sense, I guess. Which I suspect is why he <laughs> made sure to kill Vexen before, <laughs> before uh, declaring Marluxia the traitor. Oh, um, yeah, okay. But uh, Axel seems to be outmatched in this fight. But Marluxia says, you know what would make you even more outmatched is if I had a meat shield that was Naminé. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. And this is so fucking funny because Axel's like, Axel's like, whatever. I don't, I don't care if you use Naminé as a shield. And then Sora walks in right as he says that. And Marluxia's like, did you hear that, Sora? And Sora's like, fuck you, Axel. How dare you? And Axel just, like, rolls his eyes so big at Sora. <laughs> yeah, which is the right reaction, I think. He's like, God damn, Sora, you are really letting Marluxia play you left, right, and center. <laughs> Sora's like, I don't care. Yeah, he's like, that's my thing, pretty much. I'm a video game. I like getting played. It's my job. Wow, that's 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 deep. That's profound. Yeah. Fuck. I got chills. Yeah. Um, They fight. Uh... Axel cryptically says that he and Sora have more in common than he might think, and he doesn't want to fight Sora, but he has to, He's he'll do what he has to for the organization. Yeah. And, uh, Sora wins the fight, and Axel says, I made the right choice saving you. And Sora's like, what are you talking about? And Axel's like, bye. <laughs> See ya. I don't actually remember what he's talking about. Maybe sparing him when they fought earlier? Saving him from Vexen? I actually don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, probably. I guess Sora maybe just doesn't realize that he ever saved him, like, and that was what he was like trying to do. Yeah, I guess Axel has been like behind the scenes in a lot of these organization scenes, like talking about like how they better not kill Sora. Yeah, could just be that. Which has nothing to do with the fact that Sora completely overpowers every single one of them. <laughs> That's fine, right? 
And then Sora just looks around and he's like, where the fuck did Marluxia and Namine go? God damn it. That's so rude. Yeah, they, it is. It's funny. They, it's like, why couldn't they just do it all right here? Uh, because they have to, you you probably didn't get a good look at it, but they have to go to a big boss battle arena room. Oh, I know. I did kind of get to see that. Um. So yeah, he, he like catches up to Marluxia. This is the famous 13th floor. Uh. Marluxia says that he's always longed to make the Keyblade's power his own, and he says, I'm gonna, I'm gonna erase your memory, and if your memory is gone, then you will lose yourself, and your heart will be destroyed and empty, and then I can rebuild you to my liking. Yeah, which is, um, interesting, I guess. I don't know why that would work, but I guess it does, or would. Yeah, I guess we'll get to see the the Sora Kingdom Hearts Marluxia remix. <laughs> Sora has pink hair this time. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. All right, to the fan art machine. Yep. No. Uh, so, Naminé is like, I'm not going to take his memories away. There's nothing you could say to me at this point to make me do any more of this to Sora. Uh, and then Sora's like, no, do it. Now. Yeah, fuck me up. Do it. Fucking shoot me. <laughs> this is next level stupid from Sora. Yeah. Where he, I mean, this whole thing is so dumb where he's like, no, 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 Listen, if you erase my memory, I would rather that happen than Marluxia hurt you, because even though it's not true, I think that it's true that the only motivation I have in my life for anything is to protect you, and besides, and this is so fucking stupid, because he's like, I have Donald and Goofy here, who will be like my external hard drives, and if I'm just sitting here, like... Like, empty brain, no idea what's going on, all my memories are erased. Donald and Goofy will just tell me, Hey, Sora, get that guy. <laughs> it's foolproof. And Donald and Goofy are like, Yeah, we'll remember for him. And Marlouche is like, Why would that, why would I allow that? Yeah. <laughs> you just told me your loophole that you came up with. Why would I just stand here and be like, Well, alright, I'll see how that works out for me. Yeah, they're very stupid, but they don't have any memories anymore, so maybe that's part of the problem. <laughs> they forgot about all those years they spent in college. Yeah. Becoming smart. Yeah, that's what happens in college, for sure. You become smart. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, even Marluxia, Marluxia at this point, he's like, Sora, that's really, really stupid and not at all how it works. And Sora's like, I don't care. <laughs> It's so weird, like, why Why do that? Why have Sora come up with a thing that he just definitely won't do? Because it's in character for Sora to be that dumb. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess it just illustrates who Sora is. Yeah, and, and also Donald and Goofy, that they're also missing a bunch of memories, but they're just like, I don't know, man, if, if Sora becomes, like, uh, uh, an empty, unthinking puppet... Or like like Riku lying on the floor with his mouth open, <laughs> then we'll just pick him up and we'll tell him we're your best buds, and you're gonna hit that guy with a big metal bat that looks like a key, <laughs> and he'll be like, uh, okay. Sora is yeah. good. Sora is good at doing that, hitting people with a big metal bat. <laughs> it's all he knows. Even if he loses all his memories, he will still be able to hit things with a big piece of metal. <laughs> uh, but then uh. Uh, is like, you'll be just like Vexen's Riku puppet. And then we hear from off screen, 
did somebody say Riku Puppet? Yeah. <laughs> and he just, like, flies out of nowhere and attacks Marluxia. Yep. Yeah. This cool Batwing sword. Yeah. I like that he he is basically like, well, now that I understand that all of my memories are fake, I have nothing else to live for, so I might as well just kill you. <laughs> He's like, I have literally nothing to lose now. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. Uh, what happens here? I don't have any note about what happens to Riku. Uh, well, they fight Marluxia and they win, and uh, I think like I, someone gives somebody a thumbs up. <gasps> oh, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, oh, this is actually worth mentioning yeah. because Marluxia gets really pissed off at them because he says, and I will, I will, I will read his dumbass quote: "Imbeciles." You would knowingly shackle your hearts within a chain of memories built of lies? Yeah. Oh, because they, they're both talking about how they promised to save Nomine. Yeah. But what's interesting here and, and characterizing for Marluxia is that he's like, he's like taking it really personally that Sora, who has a heart while he doesn't, would just like knowingly cast aside his freedom like that and just be like bound to the memories that aren't even real i thought that was pretty interesting that marluxia's like for fuck's sake are you kidding me with this yeah well, that's a good point I, had, I hadn't thought of it that way but that is definitely why he's so pissed but yeah they beat marluxia and then sora gives donald a thumbs up yeah and then he's like you, but then, he's like you guys are morons that was just a fake me yeah he just walks back into the room and he's like that was that was not real and also i'm not real right now these are both illusions uh, this is not very well explained, but, uh, one of Marluxia's powers is that he can create, like, flower petal constructs. Yeah, it's, I mean, interesting to bring it up here, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's why there, that's why there are shadow clones of Marluxia. It doesn't, it, it didn't come up before and it won't come up again because Sora's about to kill him anyway. That's right, yeah. Oh, right. So Sora is like, hey, Riku, can you stay behind and protect Namine? I should say at this point, uh, because uh, people will probably get mad at me if I don't, uh, there is a non-canonical fandom name for this Riku, uh, which is Repliku. Oh, I was going with Feiku in my notes, but Repliku yeah, is about so, as there good. There you go. It's Repliku. Okay. Uh so Sora runs into this... Oh, uh, Repliku is like, Hey, Sora, thanks for letting me keep my fake promise that doesn't exist. And Sora's like, have another thumbs up. <laughs> I just learned how to do this. Yeah, I finally remembered thumbs up. <laughs> uh, so Sora runs into this big, like, creepy void room where we, we see the real Marluxia. He's here this time. Uh, and he has a... He's riding around on a big thing. Yeah, he's not exactly a boat, but he does turn into... I like this way more than, than Ansem's big boat. You know, it really reminded me of... Did, did you get to Mount Gigazet in, in Final Fantasy X? Uh, I might have a long time Gigazette, ago. Whatever. That sounds familiar. Well, Seymour turns into one of these, too. Oh, shit. Seymour is where I stopped. That's right. I the the last part that I got to was the fight where he summons uh, Anima against you, and I was like, "That's not fucking happening." <laughs> that's a fun. So I think I, it's a fun fight, but yeah, 
I think I do know that. I think I do vaguely remember it. I'll look it up afterwards. But uh, so I I will say because I I do think it's it's cool. I, this is I think this is way cooler than the big boat that Ansem had. Uh, it's like a it's like a big sort of reaper figure with like two scythes for hands. It kind of looks like a woman with like tear streaks running down her face, wearing like a hooded reaper robe. And then Marluxia is sitting in like the like the pilot chair that is a giant flower. <laughs> yeah. It's some Final Fantasy bullshit and I, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's neat. Um I yeah, I, I if you can't become a boat, you might as well become this. I've always said that. Uh you probably didn't get a good look at it in theater mode, but there is a final form also where the Reaper like hovers behind him and becomes like five times as gigantic. But it's it's pretty much the same design. Uh just a little little tweaked. Got it. Uh, but Sora kills Marluxia. Yeah. I, Dead. A lot of de- death count pretty high in this game. <laughs> yeah. We we had one, uh, well, I guess two with Ansem. Now we're up to five. Um, and yeah, he explodes. They run back outside to Namine and Riku. There's literally no reason for this, but they, like, close the door behind them and Sora locks it with his keyblade. I literally don't know why he does yeah, this. Yeah, I was really confused by that. I'm like, is that important? It's just sort of a fuck you to Marluxia, I guess, and his big weird room. I don't know. Yeah, I guess no one else can come out of that room now. Just in case it turns out that that was also a fake and there is another Marluxia in there. We'll starve him. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, bad stuff kept coming from inside the castle. So if there's anyone else back there, they're not getting out. But Nominee's like, my inhaler! (laughs) Sora! Aw, man. My paints! <laughs> Wait, that was my room! Yeah, where is her painting room? Uh, it's the same room that she's been held hostage in all this time. We don't we don't really get a good look at it in the cutscenes, but there's, like, hallways going all directions here. Oh, okay, it isn't just... Because from Sora's perspective, it's just a series of rooms that just go up. Yeah, it's it's somewhere around here. I think it is on this floor. Um, okay. But yeah. There, there is uh, uh, the final like gameplay running around world is actually the thirteenth floor of Castle Oblivion, uh, but there's no story to it, so we talked about it even less than we talk about the Disney World. Oh, so you actually run? Okay, all right, got it. Okay, yeah, you do. You do actually like run around the thirteenth floor and like fight enemies there with cards. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, Sora is like. Uh, Hey, Riku, how are you doing with all of this? And Riku's like, I'm not Riku, Sora. Come on, keep up. Yeah, please please stop calling me that. It makes me feel worse. <laughs> it really does. I'm like, I have such a complex about being a fake. Like, don't you remember when I screamed fakes should be destroyed? Like, that was clearly self-directed. <laughs> and now you're just like, hey, real Riku. And I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> stop rubbing it in. Yeah. Uh, But, uh... Oh yeah, Goofy is like, can you restore this Riku's real memories? And she's like, he's he was built like today. Yeah, those aren't his <laughs> memories. Have Goofy. Any. Again, they're just like everyone's just like happily making Riku making Repliku feel so much worse about everything. Yeah, it's like, wouldn't it be more fucked up if he had all of Rik- real Riku's memories? Like, and <laughs> I feel like if he can at least now just move forward and make his own memories, that's less fucked up i think he, i think he does i think well i guess it's unclear at this point because there was that whole conversation with uh 
with him about like, oh yeah, Sora, you're always trying to worm your way into my heart. We don't really know what he was talking about, but I think it is implied, if not said, that he feels like he has a lifetime of memories. Oh, okay, because I thought he was kind of at the same point as Sora, where he really only had one memory, which was that he was going to protect Namine. Uh, unclear. We might get more of that later. Okay. Um, but for now, uh, Riku's like, it's fine, I'll fucking deal with it, this is this is my life, I'll do the best I can with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sora's like, well, you know, Repliku, it doesn't matter if you were created by a man with a bad face, you got your own heart, and you can be your own person. And Riku's like, well, I don't know if that's actually true, but you're, that's nice of you to say. Goodbye, and he just leaves. <laughs> yeah, that's nice of Sora, but yeah. Sora's like, no, trust me, I've seen it. There's this little puppet named Pinocchio who likes to play with dog shit. I think you're just like him. Yeah, he's great. Thanks, Sora, you're really, really really making this a lot easier on me yeah it's cool i mean i'm real and being real is (laughs) (laughs) that's easy for you to say sora yeah it is i said it really easily bye bye uh so namine explains the mechanics of this and i did think it was actually very interesting conceptually and i think that this is not like a completely original concept for how memories work obviously Uh, I don't think that anyone in the real world knows exactly how memory works, but she basically says, like, I didn't actually destroy any of your memories. They're all in there. I just, like, disconnected them. Because if you think of all your memories as a chain, every, every memory is, like, chained to a million other memories. It's all, like, a big web of memory. And I just took the ones that we didn't want you to have, and I just disconnected them, and I just pushed them away. Uh... But if I unlink the memories that I put into you here and I dig around for the memories that I that I unlinked before, I can probably connect them back up and then they will sort of spider web out and reattach to everything else and it'll all kind of come back together. Yeah, I like that. I mean, it is kind of how memories work, right? You remember one thing, then you remember another thing. So it's mm-hmm. kind of a fun concept. Um and you're trying to remember what you were saying on your podcast and you think about like oh i was there's feet feet i was looking at my my mouse on my desk yeah that's right sora sora eats mice that's what he eats that's right he makes promises and eats mice um <laughs> and just like real life your memories are restored by getting in a real fucked up sleep pod yeah so she says i'm going to take you to the uh <laughs> To the uh, sensory deprivation chamber here at uh, Dolphin Fucker Labs. Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, there's a the sensory deprivation chamber. There's a guy. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I remember what you're talking about. Never mind. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're taking Sora. Come on down to the altered states room, and we'll we'll fix you right up. Uh, so Sora is like, "All right, Nominee, I trust you." And Nominee's like, that's weird, but I'm not surprised to hear you say that. (laughs) You shouldn't at all, but good job, I guess. Thank you. And Nominee basically explains that the only way to restore his original real memories is to unlink, which I, I think this kind of makes sense, which is like, she linked up a memory of him as a kid making a promise with this charm to replace a memory... So it took all the links to other memories that the original one had. So in order to put the original one back of him making the promise with Kyrie, 
She's got to get rid of the fake memory and everything that she connected it to. Point being, the only way to restore his original memories is for him to forget everything that happened here. So he's not going to remember Castle Oblivion. He's not going to remember Naminé. He's not going to remember Repliku. He's not even going to remember his good friend Axel. That's really sad. But he's not going to remember Vexen. Oh, that's good. So he's got that going for him. This is the part that I thought was extra sad because she is because she's like, well, um, you could choose to remember me or remember your old memories. And he is like, well, I, I would like to remember my old memories. And she's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But she's like clearly very disappointed. And yeah. yes, there is a really nice little acting moment mm-hmm. that they gave Naminé because she she's like she knows that she here's the thing. She's ma- she's giving him this choice which is not really a choice because it's like he asked you to restore his memories. Yeah. And she is fully aware that she's being selfish. So she like turns her back on him to ask him like, are you sure you want me to do this? Like I could let you keep it the way it is. And Sora like kind of thinks about it. And he's like, you should put me back to the way I was. And Naminé with her back to Sora, she kind of like winces because she like, she really was hoping on some level that he wasn't going to say that. And it's, it's really sad. It's, it's a rough moment. Yeah. But I, yeah, it was sad. Like, I was like, oh, that's actually really well done. I liked that. Yeah. Uh, this is, I think a lot of, a lot of people will agree that Naminé's, uh, story and chain of memories is the first part where, you know, I, I got very emotional at Kingdom Hearts one, but you know, it's, it's emotional in a way that is very like, you know, oh, we're we're friends. Yay. Happy fun times. We're going to save the world. We did it. Uh whereas this is this is this is a pretty like heavy moment. Yeah. Is this girl who like she didn't ask for any of this. She just wanted someone to remember her and be her friend and she just didn't want to be lonely and she for the first time in her life she has a friend. Sora is like, "Yes, I'm going to protect you." And she got to enjoy that for like an hour and then Sora's like I am going to have to ask you to erase yourself from my memory and that's 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 really that's really no good for her yeah and I'm like maybe the only person that knows you exist at all yeah uh so she she like kind of tries to uh to laugh it off and she's like oh right yeah you know why would you need all these fake memories like you want to this this is actually a really like like painful moment because she's like of course anyone would choose to remember all the people who are really important to them and they just kind of stand there and let that hang in the air for a few seconds and then we just go to the next scene yeah sora probably didn't really clock that so (laughs) yeah sora's just like that's right i do want that thanks yeah thank you great perfect you're a great friend to me for now (laughs) i guess you won't be that's a bummer she takes him to the big pod and she says, go to sleep in this. Uh, you'll you'll get all your memories back. And then Donald and Goofy are like, but Naminé, if we forget about you, how are we going to thank you afterwards? Which you can't just thank her now, to be fair. No, not, not okay. till the job's done. And Jiminy says, I know. Look, OK, I'm I'm kind of cinema sensing this one a little bit because Jiminy's like, I've got it. I'll make a note in my journal that says, thank Naminé. And then when we come out, we will see it and we'll know to thank you. And it's like, okay, 
but you know that you're not going to understand what the fuck that means, right? Yeah, they're like, thank nomine. Is that, is that a name? What is that? Thank namine? Yeah. Na, na, namine? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Who wrote this? Who fucking wrote this? Just rip, yeah. throw away. <laughs> oh, God, the rest of my journal's empty. Oh, no, how did this happen? I understand that they're doing, like... You know, it's it's a it's a it's a difficult moment. It's very sad, and it's like they're making a note that that we all know they're not going to understand when they wake up. Right. But it's like you know, you could have just written down what happened. No, no time. No time. I guess it's fine. It's fine. I I I like the thank nominee thing, even if it doesn't really make that much sense. It, I think the story is absolutely better for Jiminy not going. Wait a minute, guys! I've got an idea. Yeah, like chapter one, chain of memories. Yeah, it all started when <laughs> it's a good idea not to go. I I have a good idea. Let me remove all the tension and emotional weight from the story. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh. So yeah, they 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 all go. Donald and Goofy. Uh. This isn't said, but they go to get in pods in different rooms. But it does kind of look like they're just like, and we'll just leave. Yeah. We don't need our memories back. Yeah, we're good. I, I again, didn't really want to remember my sins. I'm happy with how we are now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they've got their own pods to get into. Jiminy, I guess, is just going to share his with Sora because they don't have a cricket-sized pod. Yeah, that's probably and, fine. Uh, and yeah, he's he's like, you know, uh, or she, she says that she was glad to get to meet him. Uh, he says... Uh, even if it was based on a false memory, the feeling of of being happy to see you was still real to me. And she starts to say goodbye, and he's like, "Don't say goodbye, because once I hop out this pod, we'll read this little note, and I'll say, okay, cool, you did something for me. I'm sure you'll explain it, and then we will be real friends, and it won't be based on lies." <laughs> uh, and Nominee's like, "But if we if we make a promise, you're just gonna forget it." And he's like, "Well, think about what you said." Even if I forget the promise, the memory will still be in my heart. It just won't be linked to the rest of it. So something will happen to relink it, and it'll be fine. And they make a little pinky promise, and uh, she cryptically warns him that, uh, what does she say? Some of the memories that are the deepest in your heart, you might not be able to find. But as long as you follow the light and the darkness, everything will come back to you. Which I assume literally just means, think about Kyrie. Yeah. Consider Kyrie. This was when I first realized why Sora wears fingerless gloves, and it's so he can do pinky promises. <laughs> it's not as meaningful with fingered gloves. That's right. Yeah. You... And this is this is a metaphor for how Riku pushes people away because he has finger only gloves. Yeah. So he can't make pinky promises. That's that's absolutely it. <laughs> Knowing no more, that may very well be what he was thinking. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see that in an interview someday. <laughs> when we get him on the pod, uh, we'll, we'll ask him when we get him on the pod. Oh my god, what a horrible thought! <laughs> uh, so she she just tells him like, look at the good luck charm, uh, because what does she say? She says like it turned back into the original form just from an instant of remembering. So if you if you follow that memory, like it'll it'll fix it all for you or something like that. Yeah, something like probably that. more poetic than that. <laughs> no. No, okay. Just look at that fucking thing. I don't know, man. It'll fix it and all that shit, she says. Yeah, I don't get in the, get in the pod. <laughs> Slams it on his fingers. <laughs> oh, no. Move your fucking hand. 
Uh, <laughs> so he's like picturing uh, 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 all of his friends on the Destiny Islands and from Traverse Town, but they're kind of like hazy and hard to see. Uh, but then he pictures Riku, and he can see Riku, and then he pictures Kyrie, and he and he's like, oh, Kyrie, and everyone becomes visible again, and. Namine is, like, thinking about their promise, and she's like, don't worry, Sora, I'm sure that the light will bring us together again someday. And, uh, here, here we go, standing in my truth. Cry tally? Three. We did it, folks. I've never cried at Chain of Memories before, but it got me this time around. Yeah, it didn't make me cry, but it, it, like I said, I thought it was emotionally affecting. We'll get you. We'll get you. We'll see. <laughs> We're on Cry Watch. Okay. <laughs> Uh, honestly though like kingdom hearts didn't make me cry until i was like going through it for like the fifth time so right you need all the other context i I will not be surprised if it doesn't do that to you yeah well you know i'm just i'm just like a lot of guys and uh you know broken by uh you know the the like masculine gender roles (laughs) and so i you know well we'll see if kingdom hearts can mend your broken heart oh and turn you back into a a feeling human being yeah hopefully yeah that'd be great Uh, we get credits for Sora, but not for the whole game. Right. And, uh, we, there's, a, there's a little bit left. Uh, we just see a few little shots toward the end of the credits, uh, that are actual plot. Uh, we see a little, a little bit of Kyrie, uh, parentheses real on the beach. Selfie Waka and Titus are doing their favorite thing of just fucking running in circles all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, selfie walks over to Kyrie to see what's up. Uh, we get a little shot of Repliku approached by Axel as he's leaving. I don't remember if anything happens there, but Axel's just like, hello. I don't think so. And then we get a shot, uh, back in that, in that very nice, pleasant town that Sora didn't remember, but kind of did, uh, where a mysterious little blonde boy, uh, walks past three other kids and he kind of pauses and he turns to look back at them. But before we see his face, we cut to black. Yeah. I th- Interesting. Yeah. I think I know who that guy is. Uh, the last thing we see is uh, a creepy throne room with 13 comically tall thrones. Yeah, my note is these chairs seem very impractical. <laughs> they are like 10, 15, 20 feet tall, depending on rank. Yeah. And... We see that, uh, I think I counted seven empty chairs. Uh, so we got Axel, Marluxia, Larxene, Vexen. So there's three further unaccounted for people mm-hmm. uh, of the 13. And uh, I don't remember if that's important, but I think it is. And we, we see that there's one one figure sitting in the tallest of the chairs, 100 million feet off the ground. <laughs> yeah, and it, it kind of makes it look like a big baby chair. <laughs> they don't look cool or imposing. They just look funny. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, they're hilarious. And then we end with a little poem? Yeah. What was this? It's kind of nice. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a poem about like being friends with someone and you don't you don't always see them. Sometimes you're asleep, but but then you wake up and then you hang out again and it's the end of Sora's story. I don't know why they decided to end this with a poem. I kind of liked it. Yeah, it was kind of nice, but it, yeah, I was like, is someone supposed to be saying this? Is this is this is this uh, Mickey talking again? I was curious because I was like, is this a po? Is this like a famous poem that that Nomura just liked? No, it was 
It was written like it in the in the original version. There's a Japanese poem, and yeah, they just they just made a translation that kind of had the same themes. Hmm. Interesting. Just no more is in his poetry era, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess why not? So that's uh that's part two of Chain of Memories. I think I think we'll probably knock out Riku's story in one week. All right. Yeah. I assume it can't be as long. Yeah, I don't remember how much of it is uh is worlds that we can skip, but uh it is like a third of the length of the video, and I do know that, that Riku's got a bunch of worlds to go through. I can't imagine that it's gonna do the exact same stories, but I also can't imagine that any of them matter. <laughs> so Right. Yeah. If they're important, they're not, and we'll skip them anyway. <laughs> it's our podcast. No apologies anymore. No apologies. We've never apologized, and we never will. That's right. That's the episode. I have nothing else to say for now. No. Um, yeah, nope. That's 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 all I got. Yeah, this is a long, long episode. <laughs> yeah. We can give our closing thoughts on Chain of Memories at the end. Yeah. Uh, so until then, find us on Twitter at Sounds About Light or co-host at Sounds About Light. I'm on co-host at Positive Stress. Uh, Where are you? Uh, yeah, I'm on co-host at Achilles Healy's. Um, I guess I'm on Twitter, but not really for long. <laughs> Th- things are not looking great. Mm-mm. I think Elon Musk is. This is this is the the secret segment of this podcast where. We we date the episodes yep. by talking about what's going on with Twitter right now. I think Elon Musk is threatening to make a phone. <laughs> I yeah, I've lost track of the things he's threatening to do at this point, but <laughs> so that's that's pretty good. Uh if anyone listens to this in the future and is like, you know what? It was fucking stupid, but I'm 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 listening to this on my Musk phone and I gotta say it's a real, real good phone. I'm listening I'm listening to this on the chip in my brain. <laughs> I'm so glad that dozens of monkeys were murdered so that I could listen to a podcast in my brain. Yeah, this is perfect. This is definitely not causing any problems for me. Uh we're hosted on Noise Space where you can listen to podcasts like Elite Full Restore, Comarocho Radio, Giants Confirmed, Twinks Awakening, all that good shit. Check it out. Yeah. And listen to my other podcast, Doctor Huh? Where my brother and I are watching Doctor Who in a random order and having a great time. Even though the show is only sometimes good. <laughs> yeah, there's a... The main thing you can say about Doctor Who is there sure is a lot of it. There's there's a lot of it. Sadly, there's not as much Kingdom Hearts. Doctor Who's definitely got Kingdom Hearts beat on that front. But just give it a few years, I'm sure we'll have uh, 800 games as there are 800 Doctor Who episodes. Yeah, it'll be great when we get to the 12th Sora. <laughs> So, uh, again, someone's going to be listening to this in the future and being like, oh my god. Yeah. They guessed it. They guessed it. That's yep. amazing. Yep. Uh, but for now, what what can we say except... Keyblade. Keyblade. Axel, why? I came to stop you from talking too much by eliminating your existence. No. Don't do it. We are just nobodies who have no one to be, yet we still are. But now you can be nothing instead of just being a nobody. You're off the hook. No! Please don't! I don't want to- Goodbye. What are you? 
What are you people? <laughs> Don't know. I wonder about that myself.